welcome to the Man Cave. It's the only podcast hosted by two best friends with nothing in common except their names. I'm Mandy Fabian. And I'm Mandy Kaplan. And each week, we test the limits of our friendship by arguing over movies, books, the latest trends, and of course, Mandy's dumb ideas. Grab a couch and let's get to it. I posted our Squid Game episode on Facebook. Oh, which I thought was a great episode, by the way. I mean, they can't. You're welcome. Fandies can't see it, but I'm patting myself on the back. That was a good one. She's literally patting herself on the back. (laughs) But I mispronounced the name of the show through the whole episode. Wait, what? Because I'm adorable. I called it Squid Games the whole episode. (laughs) Did Carrie Jill tell you that? Did she call you to point that out? Really? Yeah, I listened and I was like, I got to turn my game down. I am coming in hot. Uh, I listened and I was like, oh my gosh. And so I wrote like, Mandy mispronounces the name and Mandy does this, but it's me who mispronounced the name, y'all, for a solid 40 minutes. So, oh, that is adorable. Thank you. <laughs> I love it. Well, and, uh, friend of show Tommy Metz said, uh, don't watch the rest of it. It just gets more gruesome because you and I were saying, well, maybe we could watch more. But he was like, we've been warned. You guys hit your you hit your barrier. Yeah. Well, I can't watch uh, Squid Games because I am currently watching and I know I'm late to this, but the morning shows. (laughs) (laughs) I second season. We had not gone into the second season and my sister's in town and like. You know, nothing we love more than watching like gritty drama together (laughs) and soapy drama with big movie stars is even better. Right. So, yeah. So we've been watching uh, the second season of The Morning Show. The second season was overall not liked, but I liked it. Oh, I like it. I like it because it's it's so it's so escapism and everyone is sobbing every other scene. Like it's so dramatic with, in a way, zero stakes. I mean, really, it's really not life or death. It's like egos of television personalities and like, oh, you know, it's. Well, you're not very far in if you don't think it's life or death. Oh, no, I know that. Yes. No, I know what happens in episode uh, eight. We watched it last night. That was a big one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But still, I guess because it's so. I don't know. It's dramatic. I love it. It looks good. It's interesting. It's a world we don't get to visit very often. Like all that behind the scenes stuff. Oh, yeah. I love it. Oh, no, I love it, too. I love how like the big sets, the sets are so gorgeous. I mean, I love that Mm -hmm. for a person walking down a hallway, they have like three different angles and big wide shots. And they do like walking through a house like they just shoot every beautiful room and you go like wow you could have just cut to them entering the room but you wanted to see you know there's all these sweeping it's yeah it's yeah it's it's really well done yeah it's very very good although i do have a pet peeve Ooh, and patrick disagrees with me on this but i really don't like it when actors are sobbing and there Mm -hmm. are no tears right i It's happened now, like three different actors, three scenes. And I'm like, come on, guys. Like, what's the point of like, I get it as an actor. The most terrifying thing to me would have been she sobs, you know, Mm because how do you Mm -hmm. that's really hard. See, now to me, it's she comes out in her bathing suit. (laughs) (laughs) Which is why this the movie we watched was such a trigger. But we'll get there. Because if you're doing a scene in a bathing suit, you can't stop crying. And that's just not sometimes the people looking at me can't stop crying. They can't stop. (laughs) 
puking. That is not true. You were far too hard on yourself. And now I want to post pictures of you in a bathing suit just to show how beautiful you are. Well, that will be the last post you ever make because I will murder (laughs) you. It will end our friendship and end this podcast, but still it's the right thing to do. Um, no, how do you feel about that? Like, I notice it and it takes me way out of the scene. Yes. If they're like, I notice all of those things yeah. when people don't eat on Big Bang, when they're sitting around <laughs> the table and, or, you know, they're and, and they're all holding a piece of food on their fork and nobody takes a bite. Oh, I've never except noticed Kaylee that. Cuoco. Oh. Kaylee Cuoco always takes a bite. Oh, God bless her. And she's a pro. I know she is. I love her. And I just said this to Jer. Everybody on television drinks their coffee black. And it's so irritating to me. Not everybody in the world does, but everybody on television just pours it from the pot and takes a sip. And no one adds cream and sugar. And on behalf of those of us who like cream and sugar in our coffee, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it That's anymore. amazing. I thought I was a weirdo for noticing the no tears thing. Like I thought I was just being persnickety, but you, you went deep. Like you have serious television OCD about how people should behave on TV. That's amazing. You know, I can't even function in the world. Everybody annoys me. So when I see it on my TV screen, it's like it's like a microcosm of much larger problems. You just deepened my appreciation of you because if you're that annoyed all the time, you are genuinely a lovely person. Like you really. Thank you. You really are very charming for for being so annoyed with. Oh, my God. Don't use the word lovely or charming. (laughs) I hate those words. I know. (laughs) Thank God I have no short term memory and I can never remember the words that bother you so I can just talk. It's very helpful. Um, It. It's terrific. <laughs> um, what do you think about uh, characters that hide creepy dolls in their purses? <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen one before this week. How's that for a segue? Uh, were you ready to segue? Was there anything else you needed to share? I don't think so. Okay, good. You look you look good. So I, I figured you were, you're, there's no Bless nothing. your heart. <laughs> it, it's that Great Wolf Lodge sweatshirt you've got going on, the oh, light boy. pink. This episode sponsored by Great by Wolf Great Lodge. By Great Wolf Lodge. I love that you would go to an amusement park and buy a sweatshirt. That's adorable. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, this week, yes, I asked you to watch The Lost Daughter. Written and directed by Maggie Gyllenhaal, based on a book, The Lost Daughter. Um, by Elena Ferrante, right. And she writes all of those books that everybody loves that I cannot get into. All those oh, Italian books. Isn't that interesting? I have never read one of her books or heard of her before. Oh, she's a huge writer. I think I have the right person. Yeah. I bet you do. Yeah. It's I bet like you do. Italian chiclet and I can't get into it. Yeah, I'm completely that that makes sense. I'm completely like I just join a book club and then they tell me what to read and then I read mm-hmm. it. And I love it. I'm gonna give you a solid 40 seconds. Okay. To sum up the movie. Go. Well, it's I don't even think I need 40 seconds. It is a tortured woman who has very conflicting feelings about motherhood, who goes mm-hmm. on a holiday where she is presented with a family that forces her to confront her maternal or non-maternal issues. That's what mm-hmm. I would say. Um, it's well Olivia done. Coleman. She's remarkable. Completely and totally, but I need to sidebar here. Oh. Do, are you a fan of the movie The Birdcage? Oh, God. Who isn't? When Gene Hackman is at the dinner and and Diane Weist, my one of my favorite actresses of all time, and they're like, I'm sorry, are you saying Goldman or, or Coleman? And do you remember that whole scene? It goes I on don't. and on. And they're like, it's pronounced Goldman because they're trying to deny that they're, they're, they're Jewish oh. <laughs> to the senator and his wife. And so every, Olivia Coleman, 
Jar and I won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. We're like, I'm sorry, are you saying Goldman or or Goldman or cold? So that's very and funny. we're back. Thank yes. you for giving me that gift because I assume she'll have a nice long career. And now I will always have that in my head. I appreciate that. She is extraordinary in this movie. Yeah, she really is. I think this, she's extraordinary in everything. I haven't seen a ton of her, to be honest, because I don't really? watch The Crown. Right. Isn't she on The Crown? I also don't watch The Crown. But did saw you her on Fleabag? Oh, right. That's right. She was in Fleabag. Yes. And she was also in um, uh, The Favorite. Did you ever see that? No. <gasps> oh, my God, Mandy. Oh, my God. I may make you watch that. That was the gas burn around the world. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I like to give it. Yes. Oh, The <laughs> Favorite is so good. It's got Emma Stone in it. Oh. And the other girl, I don't remember who else it was. Damn it. But anyway, I don't have All to. All right. We may have to watch that sometime. That's a really, that's a good movie. I love a period piece. And it's got girl on girl action. I can't believe oh. that you, yeah, it's got everything you love. Huh. Um, yeah. So, yes, she's marvelous in it. It's interesting. I had a friend tell me about this movie before we watched it. Mm-hmm. And she said, it was beautiful. I was riveted. And yet I I said, did you like it? Was it good? And she goes, I can't honestly say. I, I don't know how to feel about it. Like, I don't know. I, I can't. I don't know how I feel about it yet. Is that your reaction as well? Yeah, a little bit. Like, it, if I talk about it, then I realize I loved it because I thought it was, as a movie, like, cohesive, exquisitely done. But I, I was like, oh, I don't know how to feel there there was there weren't a lot of really specific guideposts on you should feel this about the way this woman has is behaving yeah i can see that i could see being conflicted and drawing no conclusion about liking it or hating it i of course did draw a conclusion cuz i can't handle indecision <laughs> and i really did not like it oh really really i don't like movies where nothing happens <laughs> Call me crazy. <laughs> well, not wait, not nothing. What, was nothing. It be- what? But no, she steals the doll. She saves the girl. She there's the affair. Flicks a cicada. Is it? <laughs> yeah, is it, but like the flashbacks were so labored and uncomfortable and not. I don't know. They didn't move along in a way that I was like intrigued by them. Every oh. time they went to a flashback, I was like, oh, we're back. Although I thought the acting was perfection by everyone except Dakota Johnson, who should be eliminated from Hollywood. <gasps> but what? Yeah. Oh, I find her so watchable. <gasps> that, oh, 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 we hate the word watchable. Have... <laughs> no, but we're going to get no a Dakota fight because I wrote, she's the worst. She's always posing. There are no thoughts behind her eyes. Every time she looks at anyone, it's like she wants to fuck them and she can only whisper. Maybe that's what I like about her. <laughs> that's that's my jam. That sums I, it up. And in this movie, she didn't bite her lip like she does in everything. But I hate her. I just <gasps> think she's the least interesting. Oh. She's, nothing she does has layers to me. It's all like posing. She's posing all the time. That's interesting. I think, you know, like some people think Lady Gaga is a phenom. I mm. I think Lady Gaga's pretty good, but I don't but I can see she's a personality. And to me, I think Dakota Johnson's a bit of a personality. Like I agree with you, she kind of does this thing, but but I really enjoy her thing. Like I 
I I don't know. She's she's I think she's really interesting. I'm making a grossed out face <laughs> as if I just tasted something bad. That's what Dakota Johnson does to me. I don't think she was. Well, what I was impressed by was I wouldn't have cast her in this part, but she seems so she doesn't seem like she's acting to me. She just seems very real. She just seems very present, you know. Now, granted, maybe that's what you don't like. Like, maybe she's not acting. She's just being, you know, like Olivia Coleman. Here's the interesting thing. Now, I I had to go back because once we're at the end of the movie, right? Mm -hmm. And you see she has this conversation, a phone conversation with her daughter. Mm -hmm. So for you you don't know. At the beginning, it feels like what they set up is that she doesn't know where her daughters are. Right? What I thought was that one of them died. Yes. They start with that flashback of where's Bianca? Where's Bianca? Yeah. So I'm like, uh oh, Bianca died. Yeah. And now she's talking to the other daughter. Yes. Okay. That's that's what I thought too. And then when someone asks, Where are your girls? This there's um it's actually here's where I think I want to play a clip really quick. So at yes. it's like at minute um I wrote that down. Oh no. It's around twenty twenty one. It's a very long scene because no, 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 give me hear me out. He'll know. No, 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 Pete, you'll know. Because at 1812, there's this scene where she comes and asks her to move her chair. But to your point, it's a lingering long scene. There's a lot of nothing in it. But then when she asks her to move her chair and she says no, Mm -hmm. Olivia Coleman's character in this very weird, unusual, gets very cold and says, I'm comfortable where I am. And then she comes back and gives the woman who's asked her to move her chair, gives her birthday cake. Mm -hmm. And they talk about her pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And it, like it's a meandering scene, so he really can't play the whole thing. But it's around minute twenty-two where she says, "Children are crushing responsibility. Having right. children are a crushing responsibility." And I thought, well, there's your theme of the movie right there. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing that she's trying to get to. Well, so Pete, play right. that clip. It's a really interesting scene. Play it. The, the cake. Bit. You want a piece of cake? Oh, thank you. No, I'm sorry about earlier. All right. It's my birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. How old are you? I'm 42. You've got a lovely big belly. Well, it's a girl, so you know. And how much longer have you got? Two months. My sister-in-law had hers right away. Took me eight years. Well, these things happen when they're supposed to happen. But have a great birthday. Where are you from? Um, from Cambridge, near Boston. No, no, I mean, where are your people from? My people? Yeah. Are from Leeds, where Shipley, really. Fancy. No, it's not fancy. I thought you were from Queens. I swear. Not because you talk like it, but just like something. <laughs> That's where we're mostly from. But we have family in this town for like 300 years. Oh. Uh, you don't have kids. Yes, I have two daughters. Where are they? How old are they? Uh, Bianca is 25 and Martha is 23. No. I mean, you're too young. You must have started really early. I'm 48. Shit. No. You look amazing. We were saying before you couldn't be more than 40. Damn, you're lucky. What's your name? Leda. Nada? Leda. Leda. Leda what? Caruso. 
Oh, Caruso from Queens. I'm Callie. Callisto. It means the most beautiful. You're not gonna have a bite. Not even one bite. Oh. How can you hold cake and not eat it? Mm. <laughs> it's good, right? It's really good. Yeah. Um, look, I'm sorry about earlier as well. I was, I was feeling a bit anxious. Yeah. Well, you know, the sun can do that. And, well, maybe your girls, being away from your girls, you know? Yeah. Well, you'll see. Children are a crushing responsibility. Happy birthday. The cake looked dry, by the way. <laughs> and Olivia Coleman won't take a bite because she doesn't like this woman. And and the woman's like, eat your cake. How can you be holding cake? You're not eating the cake. I I liked that actress. Yeah, she's I liked, great. I liked all the acting except for she's. You know I love that actress. She's on Succession. And she's also oh. really good on Succession. Oh, Cool. And yeah, and she just had this article written about her in the New York Times. And she's oh. really interesting. I like her because she's married to Patrick Wilson. And she's oh. been sort of, she's like 45 and she hasn't had much of a career, you know, like mm -hmm. dribs and drabs. And now she's kind of having a moment. Good for her. I know. I appreciate that. She's a badass. Inspirational story. Yeah. And, and she's I also, love Patrick Wilson. Yeah. Hmm. And she's a little bit like, look, I'm not going to act like the other women. I'm not going to do what the other women do. I'm not, you know, she's mm -hmm. very like, she's going to Frances McDormand that shit. It's a verb I now. love that. We should say her name out loud. Yeah, we should. I got to look it's that a, up. I think I want to say her first name is Dagmar. Let me text Joanne real quick. Yep. <laughs> I have her. I have her on my speed dial. Um, we will. While we're name. talking about performances. Yes. Uh, Olivia Coleman is so riveting. And she's always on the verge. You don't know whether she's going to fly into a rage or melt into tears yeah. at all times in this movie. Yeah. She's just buzzing with those two things at the ready. And yeah. it's a fascinating performance. It's a it's a really Jer called it a, a masterclass or a masterpiece. It is. She's yeah. a really special talent. And if you go back and see the beginning of the movie, you know, like because I went back to go sort of feel some things out I needed to recheck mm -hmm. what she said to that first daughter because I was confused about the facts yeah but you notice I was like wow she's way lighter at the beginning of the movie mm -hmm. she she's tr trying she's more of a reserved proper English woman with a secret with a with mm -hmm. a with a fragility to her and then by the end she is so tortured by her memories this experience with this family like that was the other part, too. Like, not only is she great in every moment, but she really changes throughout this movie in, yeah. in a subtle in a subtle way. But it's it's incredible when you see them. You yeah, know. she's coming apart at the seams. Yeah. Um, and I, I thought, do you have the actress's name? Yeah. Dagmara Dominus. I don't know how to say her last name, but oh. Dag, Dagmara Dominus. Well, she's great. Yeah. Hashtag. She's great. In terms of Olivia Coleman. She was really riveting, but the character, like, it seems like she went to face all her triggers. Like, she goes to the beach where she apparently lost one of her daughters at some point. And she's eating the same ice cream cone she ate in that scene. And it's like, it's it just, to me, it felt like watching somebody do immersion therapy where they're, like, afraid of spiders. So they're going to go into a cage, a, a vat full of spiders. Like, why would you go 
to, oh. to all your triggers. That's interesting. I didn't see it that way at all. I didn't see it as because it's like she goes on holiday to Greece to a beach because that's a like I don't I didn't see the beach as the trigger because most of the flashbacks with the kids are in the apartment. Mm-hmm. And I also, I guess, weird, maybe intentional, because at the end you find out that her daughter was not lost at the right. beach or hurt. She's still alive. Right. Um, and I couldn't gather. So had she not spoken to her daughter in 20 years or something or in like no, years? No, in- no, I think, you know, she says, oh, OK, I left. Her big secret is that she left her daughters. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Right. I'm supposed to say that before. <laughs> <laughs> so she she abandoned her daughters. But the title is called The Lost Daughter. So I feel like you didn't really spoil anything. Okay. Well, Jer had a revelation after that, like, Olivia Coleman is the lost daughter because she was talking about her mother. And yeah. it, it was it was so everything was hinted at. I need maybe I need more spoon feeding. Maybe I'm not intelligent and dark enough to to keep up with it. I just was like bored and I just kept waiting for something to happen. And the in the story, this family on the beach is annoying her. The little girl gets lost in that family. So there's so many lost daughters, which is yeah. so stupid. And and Olivia Coleman <laughs> finds the little girl, returns her to the family, but steals her precious doll. And that's the whole movie right yeah. there. Yeah. Steals her precious doll and then is like, weirdly hanging on to the doll and yeah. trying to restore the doll and buying doll clothes for the doll. It's all weird. It is but weird. But nothing happens. Well, what happens is this woman is trying to reconcile the fact that she was never maternal. Like, that's what right. I got from the movie is watching her struggle with wanting to, like, wanting to care for her kids, but not really want, not having one urge in her body that really wanted to be a mother. She wanted to have sex. She wanted to speak Italian. She wanted to eat great food and get drunk. And you see that, like, I thought it was very notable watching her in the dancing scene, right? When she's, she's, Mm -hmm. she's gets into the Bon Jovi song and you see her become her younger self where that's who she wants to be swirling eyes closed, kind of almost touching herself on a dance floor. Like I thought that was such an, so indicative of like, right, this is who she's edgy and dark and she's, she's not a mom. And yet she had children and then she was suffering from depression and feeling right. trapped the whole time, which I can relate to. Absolutely. I mean, I, I think we all I, can to some degree. Yes. Moments. We have like moments right. of going, you oh, have a bad day. Is, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, this it, now we've reached the part of our show where mm-hmm. I shamelessly plug another project I've done. I narrated a book called Regretting Motherhood, and it's actually uh, a well-known book. Whoa. It's on it's on audible.com if you want to hear hear it for yourself. Uh, did you it was, write it? <laughs> <laughs> I had Casey write it. Oh, good. Yeah. Co-written. Um, it was a fascinating book. And it was a study in an Israeli study where they interviewed dozens of women who became mothers. And I think a few who didn't become them and talked about how I am not maternal and I felt trapped and I don't feel this. I love my child, but I don't feel these instincts to raise the child. And I found it scary, fascinating, inspiring. Like it was just, it's a, it's a really well done book. 
I know there is a version you can physically read, but please don't read it. Please go to audible.com <laughs> and listen to my voice. That's uh, Yeah, it was interesting. Well, I, I think it's so in- funny then that you didn't like this movie because I feel like that's what this whole movie was about, was her... Uh, there are two really key moments when she says to the man, she has an affair, right? She's mm-hmm. having this tour In flashbacks. Yes, all in flashbacks, but who cares? It's still happening. No, no, no. I'm, I'm clarifying for people listening. It's oh. not Olivia Coleman having the affair. It's right. the younger version of that character. Yes, sorry. Yes, it's the younger character. Yes. I thought, yeah. So anyway, she's ha- she's on the phone with her kids and then she gets off and she goes, oh, I hate talking to my kids on the phone. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what? She goes, they hate it too. And she kind of smiles in this way. And to me, that moment is her confessing. Mm-hmm. I don't always love this. And right. he says, don't say that. Mm-hmm. And you see her shut down because right. she's now said the unspeakable. Right. She's not supposed to feel that. She's not supposed to say that. And it happens again later with Dakota Johnson's character when she says like, you know, I, I wasn't really... I forget what she says, but she's like, you didn't. Well, this is the clip that I wanted to oh, great. To play. So, uh, Pete, if you could play 4802 up to almost 49 minutes. How high was the temperature? Barely 100. She's, she's okay. She's okay. Okay. You want to let Mama put you down for a second? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I mean... Mom, put you down. Come on. Yeah. Oh, stop. Stop it. Enough. Stop. Enough. Stop acting like this. Let me... Mo- Fuck! <sighs> She's driving me crazy. Because Daddy's away, right? Daddy's away, and you're taking it out on me. All right, come to auntie, baby. Come on, come to auntie. There we go, my big girl. Oh, God, my big girl. Go, so I can have a minute. Sometimes you just can't handle it. I know. That was Dakota Johnson telling her story. So please say what you wanted to say. I just wanted people to hear it. My problem with that was so on the nose. Like, she's like, Hey, Olivia Coleman, I feel everything you feel, and I'm having the same experiences you had. And it was so like, oh, really? It, like, it just felt so convenient and and repetitive. It's interesting because, like, how could it be on the nose and not spoon feeding enough? Because I didn't feel like anything was on the nose it, enough in a way. Like, it was all kind of, I was, all the pieces were laid out for me, and I really have to think about it to put it together on some level. Right. That was an excellent point you just made. And I and I resent that you like caught me in a trap and now I have no way out. <laughs> oh, God, no, don't chew your arm. Mandy, it's going to be fine. Stop it. Uh, yeah, I, but yeah, I, you're right. I mean, I, I thought that was too on the nose, but then I was confused by a lot and needed more information. Yeah, but well, it was like for me, it was like, here's the theme in the movie. Right. Here it is again. In case you missed it, here it is again. Here it is again. And it's like enough with the theme of the movie. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, there was no plot. It could have been 10 minutes. Yeah. I the I, It was a very, what do they call it? They call it lyrical or 
It's not lyrical. There's a word for boring. that kind of movie. Okay. Yeah. Or Pretentious. Boring. Sure. Yeah. If that's what that's you want to go call with. It. That's what they no, call this movie. To me, that showed that way very clearly the perspective of what somebody in that situation must feel. You can't ever be intimate with anybody because your intimacy makes people reject you and say, you can't feel that. You don't mean that. Mm-hmm. You can't say that. That I thought were the two scenes that really really point up why she's so isolated and what she is struggling with. And maybe the whole bit with the doll is supposed to like symbolize that, you know, I don't know. I agree with you. It was very, it, it was not, <laughs> it sort of meanders in that way, but tonally it's like, like a Coen brothers movie. Like I don't always, they have plenty of plot and I usually don't like them or like that movie, there will be blood. These all have really strong tones that I don't appreciate, but I can appreciate right. as a movie. Like, it's not my personal preference, but as a movie, like, I actually really was on the edge of my seat wondering how this was going to play out. And I thought she she did a really good job visually and the performances. And like, I was leaning in. I just, at the end, I didn't know how to feel. I didn't right. know how to feel. Well, speaking of Ma- Maggie Gyllenhaal as a director, Hollywood fun fact, her husband played... Jake Gyllenhaal. That's her brother. <laughs> Her husband, Peter Skarsgård, is the uh, the the man with whom the young Olivia has an affair with. I, I didn't know. I he, didn't phrase that well. I didn't know he was her husband. Yeah. yeah. So oh. Maggie Gyllenhaal directed her husband in a very intimate, sexy scene, like a love scene. Yeah. A couple of them. Yeah. Really sexy moments. Yeah. With this. And also, did you get the name of the actress who played young Olivia Coleman? She was exquisite oh I she's loved incredible. her I yeah. loved her yeah she Jessie is amazing right Jesse Buckley yeah she was incredible oh, god she was wonderful but she, so imagine uh, my question to you is could you direct Patrick in an intense sexy love scene like that oh that's interesting uh uh I could you know but well I, I could but I don't think Patrick likes being directed by me <laughs> well it's, you've said this but like let's yeah. just Let's say if Hollywood. He was, if he was on, dictates. if he was like, yes, I would love to listen to my wife tell me what to do. Uh, it would, it would be. That's interesting. Uh, my first response is yes, I'm sure I could. I'd have to get over a lot of my weirdness because there are times I've seen Patrick in a love scene, and I get a little like, oh, oh, that's real. Like that's a real move. I don't think I could watch <laughs> Patrick in a love scene. <laughs> like that is, it's just uh, like watching. And your then brother. I went. Right. But then, yeah, it is very much. But that, but then I went, went and made a movie where I did it 30 different times <laughs> and asked all my friends to watch me. So was I don't have a problem watching any of my like that's because I can separate it out. I know it's you're playing a character. I, I loved your movie. But did Jeremy have a problem with your movie ever? He I don't think he did. No. Yeah, it's kind of sometimes when there's a like I said, when there's a specific move or flirtation or something that I see him do in a scene that he would do with me, it makes me go right. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. That's, that's mine. Yeah. That's not supposed yeah. to be for anybody else, you know. Jer but- was Jer was on set for Thirty Nights when when we filmed like a big, passionate kissing scene. Yeah, and I felt uncomfortable. I'm like, I know he's in Video Village watching. Like he was there, you know. Yeah. But <laughs> he shouldn't all, be. Did it make it hotter on some levels? Of course yes, it, it did. did. Of course. Thirty Nights available on Tubi. It's a really great movie. For our new listeners, you should really go check it out. It's really, really fun. 
What other projects can I plug? <laughs> I don't know. You're on a roll today. I know. Uh, thank you, Maggie Gyllenhaal, for giving us a platform for Mandy kaplan Clavens. I uh, am the lost daughter. And here's what I'll say. Like, I, I wonder how Jeremy responded, because what I noticed about you when you were doing your movie, of course, you were so happy. You were like giddy. But you were also getting to do these really fun, stupid sex scenes, which, you know, that's fun. I mean, that's got to be yeah. fun for anybody. You can't fault them. It now. was. No, no, yeah. no. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. 30 um, of them. Yeah. I didn't know. I love Peter Sarsgaard. He has a light in his eyes. I I just think he's one of he's one of my favorite actors. I was really yeah. excited to see him in this. I didn't know yeah. they were married. So thank you for that. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I do you want to give it some man jobs? Always, except I wanted to say I wrote down this is like a classy, pretentious girl in the window of the train across the street in the house. Like oh. nothing was really happening, but she was. It, no, but it was. I no? disagree. I disagree oh. because that movie to me was all like bad plot. Like it was trying to be plot driven, but I didn't think it had the performances or the or the oh. depth of character or connection to sustain it. Like this wasn't a lot of plot, but I got that something emotional was going on. I was just trying to unpack it. Uh -huh. Do you know what I, like I thought this was a very emotional on their on their part. Right. Movie. Um, yeah, no, I it, it was. It just didn't resonate with me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I would still bone Ed Harris all day, every day. Okay, that's my last. Still, I, I he is so sexy. Oh wow, he does not do it for me. I would bone Peter Sarsgaard. I'd even bone okay. that young, the young kid that played Will Paul Mescal. Mm -hmm. He was interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, you know what? I would bone all of them. Dakota Johnson. I would absolutely. Well, if you ever meet her, she's going to look at you like she wants to fuck you and off to the races. <laughs> I think that's why I like her. She's going to okay. bite her lip and pout at you. Ugh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, you're going to hate my friend. Don't ever see that. But I saw it. I, I cried a lot. Really good acting. Okay. Enough. How many man jobs would you give it? Two. Because we're experts in the movie. Uh, Two for the performances. I The oh. performances are incredible. Ed Harris is wonderful. They're all great, except you know who. I would give it four. Wow. Yeah, I thought it was way better than you did. I, I really... A real classic man cave disagreement. Well, here's what I'll say. If I really don't like a movie, I, I can't wait for it to be done. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'll pause and go get a drink and then come back. Like, this one, I was in. Mm -hmm. And... I wanted to see how it ended, and I was curious. The fact that I was left with a lot of questions, I don't think is a negative on the movie. Like, it made me think. I definitely wanted to see it end. <laughs> That's so we agree on that. <laughs> I, can't, I, I do have one more question. Sorry. Do, at the end, when she calls her daughter, do you think she's reconciling? Is that a reconciliation moment? What is that? Has she not talked to her daughter? Because she says, no, I'm she, not I dead. She has. But she says, I'm not dead. Because she hasn't returned their calls in a few days, I think. Oh. I don't think it's, I think they've been talking. See, that she got, she yeah. left for three years and then she came back and she had to earn their trust. And now they have a relationship, but it's not a typical. I don't, yeah. 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 She's so tortured by, I, 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 that is a clarity that I would like to have. Like at the end, I, that, that was a, a bit of a red herring to me, but anyway, there you go. Um, I can't wait to see what you're gonna what you're gonna give me for next week. But in the meanwhile, <laughs> I just want to remind people that Man Cave is a production of True Story FM, great company, engineered by Pete Wright and music by Ian Post. 
And guys, wherever you're listening, please leave ratings, reviews, stars, and tell your friends about our podcast. Yeah. You you hit a little button on your phone and it says share this episode. Yeah. Share it with a few friends. We want to spread the word. We want to keep doing this. And we are seriously excited when people give us feedback, <laughs> when they uh, tell us what they think about what we're watching. It's great. Yes. So please do that. Yes. And uh, speaking of that, you can also join us on Discord. You go to mancave.com slash Discord. If you're a Discord person, there's a community channel for everybody and there's a super secret a uh, Man Cave member channel, which is great. The, I just want to say that's only for Fandies. Yes. So you go to mancave.com slash Fandy and you can join. Five bucks a month gets yeah. you fun perks, bonus content. Yeah. It's, please do it. For go the ahead, cost, join for the, us. For the cost of a cup of coffee, you too yeah. can hear right. extra goodies that usually involve our, our adorable children. Oh, wow. That's not a sell on a Lost Daughter episode. All of the people who didn't want children are like, Ugh. it also sounded slightly pedophiliac, but I don't e- think we're supposed to say that. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm okay. Um, anyway, and there's also merch. So we definitely should check that out. Really comfy, cozy sweatshirts and t-shirts and mugs. And they've got our beautiful faces on them and they're fun episodes. There's merch for almost every episode. So you can go to mancave.com slash merch to get that. That's the Yay! business. <laughs> What do you got for me? What game am I going to play? Oh, okay. Well, as you can imagine, because uh, I'm just so good at coming up with games, there's nothing hard at all about finding a game for a lyrical, uh, meandering drama about right. a, a conflicted mother. So mm-hmm. um, you have a choice. Um, you can either play the missing children quiz where we go you and we try to quiz you on which children have been found missing and 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 how long it took them to be oh found uh which character are you from the lost daughter uh or there's a, there's actually a quiz it's 30 questions uh we can do that um or there's a third game where i quiz you on was this movie directed by a woman oh yeah let's do that third one yeah well, that's the only one i prepared because duh okay yeah <laughs> oh i thought i didn't know you were kidding okay <laughs> <laughs> no, but I could do the missing children quiz, but it just doesn't seem like, you know, it's not fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> Elizabeth Smart. That's all I know. Oh, oh my God. God. You're Talk funny. Talk about anxiety. Holy shit, right? You'd, Squid you'd be, Games. <laughs> I, I didn't know you were kidding. You'd be in bed all day, like, clutching your blanket, like, oh, I'm missing children. No, um, I love missing children. <laughs> I know you They're keep hilarious. posting Casey up on that website, hoping there'll be a taker, but oh, he's so cute. It'll happen. All he's right. so sweet. Um. So, directed by a man or woman, list yeah. of movies, okay? Yeah. You tell me. Okay. The Slumber Party Massacre, man or woman? Woman. Did you know that or were you guessing? I'm guessing. Correct. I never even heard of that movie. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> but Did shame you make on it up? us. No, but shame oh. on us because, you know, that's, uh, we should support the, okay, bend it like Beckham. Oh, woman. You knew that? Isn't, isn't that Miranair? No? no. Did I make that up? Uh, oh. Mm-mm. No. Okay. No. Well, I don't but that's a woman. Know. It is a woman. I did not know that. It oh, was done okay. a while ago and uh, has a name like a guy, which I think is an interesting little trick that some female directors, uh, like the name Mandy, for example. Hmm? Back in the T.S. Eliot days. What a wicked smart reference, right? Wasn't that 
Wow. No, not T.S. Eliot. Oh, God, I did it again. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> no, it's okay. Mill on the Floss. Who wrote Mill on the Floss? Jeez, I don't, you're way above my pay grade now. I have no oh, idea. God. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so mortified. Okay, jackass. And, and I'm not going to, I don't want Pete to cut this because I want, <laughs> I want the people to know I'm human. <laughs> jackass. A man. I'm not calling you a jackass. I'm asking you if the movie Jackass was directed by a woman or a man. A man. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. You Wait, might know all these. Go George Eliot, Mill on the Floss. That's a woman. And she called herself George. Okay. T.S. Eliot, George Eliot, see why I did that? Okay. Okay, okay, cool. This has been our literary hour. <laughs> <laughs> our fannies are just salivating to hear the next literary question answered. Um, okay. Sorry. Uh, Yentl. Oh, well, Barbara Streisand. I know. That was a gimme, you know. Yeah. Unless, uh, maybe there are some people that don't know that she directed that. I don't know. Okay. The Princess Bride. A man. Yeah, that's a, that's a, I just had to say that because it's one of my favorite movies. Children Mm. of a Lesser God. A man. A woman. Oh. How about that? How about that? I I love that that movie. Mm -hmm. Me too. A boomerang, uh, ring, ring. Uh, Friday the 13th. A man. Yeah, that's actually kind of a famous one. Okay, Wayne's World. Oh, uh, a woman. Correct. Bet- Betty Thomas, right? No. Oh. No, uh, her name is, boy, our research team. <clears throat> it's, uh, what is her name? It's Polly something. It's not, oh. I'm going to look it up. But, um... Uh, fast times at Ridgemont High. Penelope. Penelope Spheris. Spheris. Yes. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, fast times was Amy Heckerling, wasn't it? No, it was Cameron Crowe, but she wrote the script. It was. No. It was Amy, Amy Heckerling. Heckerling. Yes. Oh, okay. correct. Very good. I was surprised. I didn't, like, I knew Wayne's World was directed by a woman, but I did not know Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I didn't know. Uh, big. Oh, Laverne. Right? Penny Marshall. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, the big sick. Oh. Um, I love that movie. I can't think of who directed it. I'll say a man. It was a man. It was. Okay. We got all right. I purposely, you know, put a lot of women in there because uh, you know. Just wanted to point out, women are wonderful because directors. Sisters are doing it for themselves. You're not the only one who can promote their own projects. I mean, I, you know, I just I'm directing a movie and in yep. post, and so you know, just be just a shout out. Thanks, Maggie Gyllenhaal, for paving the way. My movie's going to be real different, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, but, I'm, I'm going to like your movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking yeah. of movies, what's uh, what do you got for me? Okay. So I know something about you, and I think you said it on the podcast recently, uh, that you don't watch scary movies. Is that accurate? Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Nope. They're, yeah. they're too, I can't separate from them, and it makes me scared. And I don't like being okay. scared. Yeah. Oh, well, sweetie, I would never want to oh, put you in an uncomfortable position <laughs> as I evilly take a sip of my water with oh, lemon. Jesus Christ. There's a little movie out right now called Scream 2022. What? Yeah, the Scream saga continues. The scariest (laughs) part is going to be Courtney Cox's 
face. Oh, with her with her work. Oh, she's in it. Oh my yeah. God. Oh, you've never seen the original Scream? Uh, I mean, a hundred years ago, right? Okay. Yeah, you might want to refresh. I'm going to try and refresh on the original screen because okay. I hear this one, the new one is very referential to the old one. Oh my God. Is it a comedy? Is it a comedy horror? Or that's the other one? That's scary movie. Yeah, no, it's 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 funny and it's for kids. It's wonderful. <laughs> You're going to love it. Oh, I'm going to take you on a date to the movie theater. Okay. We're going to wear our masks, our N95s. Oh, we're going to curl up okay. and we're going to watch a scary movie. And I can't wait to watch you watching it. Oh, That's what God. I'm going to do. Okay, as long as you hold my hand and hook up with me after, I'm fine. <laughs> of course. You mean it's like every movie we see. Yeah, it's the standard. <laughs> yes. Okay, I'm in. Woo! Oh, boy. Scary movies. Jesus Christ, it was supposed to be a new... I thought it was new, Mandy. All right, thank you. All right, so uh, until next time. All right. Love ya. I love you. 